Hello and welcome. You've tuned into Active Listening with T4 Tactics. I'm Marco Galbraith, your host, and our podcast is all about personal success and networking. We'll discuss small business tips, health and wellness issues, personal safety tips, financial gain, and a variety of other topics from professionals in the field. And once in a while, we'll throw in our area of expertise, firearm safety and active shooter response for businesses, churches, and schools. So sit back, relax, listen, and learn. Active listening with T4 Tactics. All right, welcome back to another podcast. I'm your host, Marco Galbraith with T4 Tactics. I've got Jackie back in the studio. Hello, Jackie. Hey. <laughs> hey. <laughs> so um, we're going to talk about some really cool stuff, and uh, and education is always important. So what we're going to talk about, this isn't meant to offend anybody. I'm a white guy. Jackie's a black girl. So this isn't meant to offend anybody. This is education. When you're educated, you tend not to get as upset at things as if you were uneducated. So this is gonna be really cool. Jackie and I have a lot of deep conversations. Neither one of us get offended at the questions that we ask each other because of our race. So um, so we wanted to do a podcast and, and bring that out to you. So you wanted to correct something from the last podcast? Yes, and being that we're speaking about education, um, our first podcast was about education. It was about black history. And I talked about the white coach who taught black history when I was in high school. Yeah. Well, I had um, a former classmate correct me with some information um, about that podcast about the coach. Okay, well, as it turns out, he volunteered to teach the, to subject, the subject. Um, yeah. He held a master's degree in history from Lynchburg College and he decided to step forward and offer to teach the subject because of his quote unquote ex extensive knowledge yeah. in the field. Yeah. And I say extensive knowledge in quotations because I will say this again what I said in the original podcast he did not have the proper information. Mm -hmm. Okay, so it really makes no difference right. how he was. He was not educated with the proper educate with yeah. the proper information, and that's sad. Mm -hmm. It's very sad. Mm -hmm. And it's you know I'm from the police department background, and a lot of times, unfortunately, they put people in certain divisions that have no business being in that division. Yeah, and I, I think, feel you. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, and I, and exactly I think it, I, you know, you got guys working in the drug unit that have no clue about drugs or street use anyway. Um, and I think that happens in schools too is where they pick somebody, hey, look, so-and-so, we need you to cover for this class for and this I'll year. And I'll also say this again too. The book that we were taught from was called From Slavery to Freedom. Yeah. From Slavery to Freedom. Yeah. My ancestors existed way before slavery. Yeah. You know, all yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We didn't learn about tribes. We didn't learn about um, mitochondrial Eve. Right. You know, things like so that. So your culture goes well beyond slavery that we know. We know. Yeah, yeah. You but, know, according to um, scientific evidence, you know, it's the oldest. Yeah. You know, it's the oldest yeah. culture out there. Do you remember the teachers? I'm 55. How old are you? Um, I will be 49 in less than two weeks. She said it. 49. Fine 49. Fine 49. Okay. That's right. That's yeah. right. <laughs> um, you know, when I was in 
in middle school, 70s and 80s, my teachers didn't tell me their political views. They just taught from the book. I don't remember um, my teachers saying, you need to vote this way or the president sucks. I don't said, remember that either. I don't either. Oh. And now we see so many teachers that are trying, that are bringing their personal political views into the classroom. And I don't agree with that. I just, I respect my teachers. Steve Elliott, rest his soul, uh, just recently passed away. Um, John Schofield, you know, I just remember these these teachers in Florida in Daytona Beach, great guys. And in, uh, in, they just taught what the book said and they taught history and not trying to warp our minds into what their belief is. I think that's important that we're allowed to, to... Okay, so now that you said that, let me send a massive shout out to uh, Mr. Chip Berry, mm -hmm. who was also a coach in my high school. Yeah. Yes, he taught... Chair, sorry. He taught... Um, Jackie's destroying the office in here with the I'm, chair. Yeah, I am. I'm sorry. I'm getting I'm all worked up. <laughs> yeah, but uh, he taught history and political science mm -hmm. and he was also a coach and he taught me political science and now that you mention it i don't ever no remember him yeah he taught it from straight from facts that's right and kept his personal yeah. opinion out of it yep. yeah yeah you're right about that yep. yeah yeah okay so this is the this is let's get people fired up and i'll ask you this question if people haven't heard before how we if people don't know us I, I guess they'll they might raise an eyebrow but this will be this will okay, be okay let, let me do it okay okay yeah yeah all right because we've been talking about this a whole uh, for a long yeah, time and now Marco, we're finally gonna say it Marco gives me brain exercise okay <laughs> so today we're going to talk about watermelon and uh, <laughs> this started this conversation started months ago and I the first question that you asked me and I'll never forget this um because we're friends on social media and um, actually, I've deactivated social media for a little while. I'm Good for you. Back, Smart girl. Yeah, I had to deactivate it for a little while because it was getting to be a, a little too much. If and I didn't have my business and use it for advertising, I, when I stop doing T4 Tactics, I'm going to drop off the face of the earth with social media. Yeah. It just doesn't do any good. It's, yeah. it's not productive. Yeah, well, he asked me, you know, because I do have a little small business with the whip shea butter. He yeah. asked me, why is it that... uh. I tag my posts, support black businesses. Mm -hmm. Now, Marco was under the assumption that because I say support black businesses, it means doesn't don't support white businesses. Right, and that isn't even the um, that isn't that isn't even the issue. Not at all. With you, I, I would, know it's not. Yeah, yeah, I would rather support small business regardless of what color owns it. White, right, right. Black, brown, red. As long as it's good prices and good service, that's all I care yeah, about. Yeah, I'd rather I support. I care I'd rather less. support the small business and the major corporations. Period. Yes. Yes. Uh, the reason why I said that is because the reason why I tag support black businesses is because 75% of my social media followers are black people mm -hmm. who do not support black businesses. Mm -hmm. And uh, then you asked me another question a little later and um, you asked me why did black people fight each other so much? Mm -hmm. And you also said, and this is exactly what he said to me everybody, he said, I'm not saying that other races don't fight with each other, right? But it seems to be more common with black people. Yeah. Now, before I go a little further into that, tell them your experience as a police officer when at, at black events. What were y'all told to do? Uh, well, back in my day, we were told, you know, be firm, um, 
be just. You know, we got to keep everything under control. Uh-huh. But I was never told, never in my career, and we had Black College Reunion in Daytona Beach. Mm-hmm. I mean, we'd have we we'd have thirty thousand. African American people, unfortunately, a lot of it wasn't college folks. It was gangs from Fort Lauderdale, Tampa, mm-hmm. Atlanta would come down, and they were there to cause problems. But we were never told make more arrests than you do during race week, bike week, white college reunion. Never told that. Mm-hmm. Um, but it seems like that it was more out of control, you know, fighting each other. And you had to have more presence. We had to have a lot more presence. See, yeah, and and I never right understood why. Why, you know, we, and I don't want to say that the blacks are causing problems, that's not what I'm saying, but why do they fight with each other Okay, more so than the other events? And And it's not being racist, it's facts. This is back in the day. They don't have black BCR. The spring break presence isn't what it was, what it used to be back in the day. the best answer that I had for Marco with this question was to read the Willie Lynch letter. And, and that really opened. I wish I had read the Willie Lynch letter way back when I first started to be a cop. Yeah, because it, it gives you a better understanding. It yeah. gives you a better understanding how we were programmed mm-hmm. from almost the beginning since our ancestors stepped foot on the soil. We were programmed to work against each other. Yeah. And, you know, I don't have the time to get into all the dynamics of the letter and everything, but anybody that's out there listening to this, you can Google it. You can read it. Um, you can order the book offline. eBay, Amazon has. You can order the audio book. Yeah. You know, it's a, it's it's out there, and you can listen to it. And he said, when he delivered this address, he stated that his methods would work for hundreds, maybe thousands of years. And it is. And it is. It it does. It it still is. Now Willie Lynch. I also like to say this too because I am a bit of a historian. Uh-huh. Not much. Willie Lynch. Not to be confused with William Lynch of Lynchburg, okay? John Lynch was the founder of Lynchburg. He had a brother named William Lynch. The Willie Lynch address that we're speaking of was delivered 40 years before William Lynch of Lynchburg was born. Okay. Now, William Lynch and Charles Lynch of Lynchburg, yeah, they got a little re- a reputation for the uh, for the things that they did during right. the... During the uh, Oh goodness! Um, yeah, did I just go blank? They you did, probably did. Yeah, they did. Um, they went. Okay, here I am. I'm back on track. They went. <laughs> they had a reputation for some of the ruthless things yeah. they did in yeah. the Revolutionary right, War. Right, right. You know, so yeah. but that's a whole nother story. I don't have time to get into all that right now. Okay, so let's get back with the watermelon. Okay. Yeah. So Marco asked me. Well, let me just say something real quick about the Lynch layers. Is because you sent them to me and I read them. It's very, very interesting, um, and and I think it was interesting that it was done to keep slaves divided, so the slave owner could control them more. If if they all unite, which is what we're seeing, I'm pounding my fist, everybody. Yeah. This is what we're seeing now in this country. The Willie Lynch letters have gone to if they divide white and black. We're not strong. Mm-hmm. Could you imagine? Could you imagine what this country would be like if white and blacks would just put their differences aside for one year? One year, if we could all come together as the brothers and sisters that we are from Adam and Eve, my goodness, what, what we could do in this country and how we could make government work for us again. But but that was the Willie Lynch letters were, to, were to, you know. And see, not only did it divide white and black, it also divided black people. 
So yeah, yeah, for the yeah. So it's very hard for us. We're not programmed, you know. We haven't been taught to stick together, right? You know, we've been taught more to work against each other. Yeah. But uh, the watermelon. Then you ask me why do they stereotype black people with watermelon? And to be honest with you, I had no idea. And Marco says to me, "I love watermelon," and I'm like, "Yeah, I do too." I do too. Yeah. Um, but you always hear racist, you know, these idiot races. Oh, watermelon, fried yeah, chicken. So, so that's what we're to, going to talk about. So I had to do a little bit of research on yeah. watermelon. And as it turns out, um, after the Civil War, when a lot of blacks were freed, a lot of them made money by watermelon crops, by selling watermelon. And then there were a lot of things put up. Watermelon is easy to grow, so, you know, that makes them lazy. Um, also, watermelon... Um, it's not a fruit that you can eat on the go. You have to actually sit down and take time to eat it. Mm -hmm. So that depicts that's another depiction is lazy. Um, watermelon is also very messy, and you know, and that was associated with filth or whatever. And then I dug a little bit deeper into the watermelon stereotype, and I discovered that slaves, when um before you know before they were freed, were really really overjoyed when they got water it was a treat and yeah it was a treat and they were just really overjoyed for it and they were made fun of because right. of it right okay well i dug a little deeper and i discovered this guess what guess what, what? watermelon comes from africa okay interesting so yeah and um and you know so and i want to say this too marco had an event here several months ago and told me that he was having watermelon here just so I could come. And then I came here watermelon. He ain't had watermelon the first time. <laughs> I still owe you a watermelon. You do. That's Marco right. is a liar, y'all. He just wanted me to come <laughs> But anyway, like I was saying, watermelon came from Africa. And not a lot of people know this, but my ancestors were vegan before they came to America. Okay? So yeah. when you kidnap a bunch of vegans and put them on a boat and then feed them pig intestines right aka chitlins chitterlings whatever you want to call it yeah yeah and i'm gonna make fun of marco again because marco had no idea what chitlins were nope. and he's sitting here talking about he wants to try them and then i told him what they were okay and now i don't want to okay he's from florida y'all and he don't yeah. know what chitlins is i know yeah. i know grits and uh well, catfish. But still i'm finna revoke your country card man that's right, right. that's right but, um, <laughs> now watermelon it comes from Africa, and if you want to stereotype me with watermelon, that's just fine. It's good. It's refreshing. Yeah. It lowers blood pressure. Right. Um, also, we've been stereotyped with bananas, which I also discovered originated from Africa. So the bananas and the watermelon came over here on the boat with the slaves. Right. Okay. And, you know, they associate the banana with the monkey and... I've never gotten offended with that because I do not look like a monkey. I have never seen a monkey with lips like mine. No. And to be honest with you, I have seen people of all different races that kind of resemble monkeys. And then there's that evolution theory. Oh, well. But it's like this. If you want to stereotype me with bananas and watermelon, yeah. I want you to stereotype me with all this other good stuff I discovered yeah. from uh, that comes from Africa as well. Yeah. Um, The eggplant. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now, and and side note, y'all all know what we use that emoji for. Okay. All right. Look, the avocado, uh, beetroot. Yeah. Cassava, 
chickpeas, coconut, cocoa yam, collard greens, dates, figs, lemons, mangoes, okra, okra. I said okra. Oh okra. Yeah. Maybe I'm going to be like her one day. Have yeah, she pays this. There's a little advertisement about. here for Yeah, okra. there you go. Okra, papaya, pineapple, plantain, potatoes, all varieties. Yeah. Pumpkin, spinach, the power food. That's Everybody right. loves spinach. Yeah. Sweet potatoes, red bell peppers, tomatoes. All of that stuff comes from Africa. So if you want to stereotype That's me right. with the watermelon That's and right. the banana, you stereotype me with all that, with all good that other good stuff. Yeah, with all that good yeah. stuff. Everybody loves it now. But and then the reason again, the reason why we're doing this is the I think the reason why you don't get offended it when people say you know black people watermelon bananas all this other stuff is chitlins and hog jaws is you're educated. And, and so you know, well, there's history behind that. So don't get offended. Yeah, Just I, like I'm not, when somebody calls me a cracker, I'm not offended because I know where that comes from. It comes from cracking the whip. Florida cracker. Yeah. The Florida. I the, just learned that not too long ago. Yeah. yeah. The slave owners mm-hmm. and, and when they worked in the plantations, they cracked the whip and they called it cracker. Well, you know what? If if you know where it comes from, you tend not to get uh offended so well in my well like i said i just recently learned that i want to say within the past year or so and i'm going to be totally honest with you when i found out the origin of that word i started use i well i stopped using it that much the only time now i say it is when i know for certain a person is a racist yeah but yeah i stopped using that word when i found the origin when i discovered the I, origin of it i think as a cop i've been called so many names in the book yeah just, I, know. I don't get offended easy and and i wish other people were like that because well i know because back in the day i didn't called cops all kinds of names oh yeah yeah and, and that's <laughs> and, and i'm so used to it it doesn't it doesn't bother me, but I wish people wouldn't be so quick. Well, I wish people wouldn't be so quick to to stereotype people with certain foods and 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 quotations and phrases. But I wish people just wouldn't get so offended. It doesn't matter. Well, Sticks I, and stones can break my bones. You know. That, I told a friend of mine that I was going to do this podcast about stereotypes. Yeah, and he automatically jump to the fence mm-hmm. he said well there are stereotypes about white people oh so, there is okay but see every race has stereotypes but see like i said the origin of these stereotypes you know once you find out a little right. bit about them all right the fried chicken thing i yeah. actually looked up that one too yeah and it as it turns out um black people were stereotyped with that because chicken was a very inexpensive meat to feed the slaves right okay so now when it comes down to it white people like chicken too i love chick fried chicken yeah oh, yeah okay i love watermelon fried chicken now, truth be told let's be honest about it okay my ancestors was probably the ones that added the seasoning to that stuff to make it taste good because they the ones who had to prepare that's it all right the time. that's right okay now it was rumors for years that Colonel Sanders stole that recipe for from a black woman. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell y'all the truth right here and now. That is a lie because if he stole it from a black person, it would be a whole lot better than what it is. <laughs> it yes. tastes a lot better. Yeah, a whole lot better. Okay, yeah. yeah. I mean, things just, it, they just get twisted out of proportion. Yeah, yeah. You know. It's um, made to anger people and that's not what we, we should be doing. But again... If we, if we could get the races, the black and the white race, other races too, but if we could if we could get the black and the white race to come together and forget our differences, wow. We also talked about the Uncle Tom stereotype yeah, too. Yeah. They have no idea who Uncle Tom was. 
You know, well, half the people don't. The white and black yeah, have no because, idea. Yeah, Uncle have no Tom, idea. You know, they call it Uncle Tom is supposed to be an insult because, um, you know, he's supposedly the black man who kisses up to the white people and all that right. and other. Uncle Tom came from the Harriet Beecher Stowe novel, novel called Uncle Tom's Cabin, mm-hmm. and Uncle Tom was actually the slave who communicated to the white people and he often was punished right because he covered up for things that the other slaves did yeah and ultimately he was beaten to death because he refused to give the whereabouts of two runaway slaves yep yeah yeah but you don't hear that you don't hear that people just want to throw out that word uncle tom or the and, and i hear a lot of jim crow um phrases being thrown out and half the people that are saying it don't know what it was and uh, so, you know, education, education is so important. A lot of times if you're educated, you don't get as offended. And and also if you're educated, you don't throw out racial slurs, you know, like what we're talking about, watermelon, bananas. You don't say stuff like that if you're educated. It just because it doesn't make any sense. Once you know where it came from, it doesn't make sense. So buzzwords, you know, to meant to make people angry. It's just not, not, it's not worthwhile. No. 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 And... That energy can be spent on something. Oh, positive. So much more positive. You know, but how how about doing what I did and instead of staying around on social media all day long, start Googling some of this stuff. Right. You know, it's irritating. Um, Well. I like, um, I said at the beginning, you know, Marco gives me brain exercise. He makes me think. You give me the type of brain exercise that I like. Yeah. Okay, because... You know, I have people who come to me and ask me questions, and I have to tell them, okay, find out the same way I did. Look it up. Right. You know, go to the library and look up facts. Go to the library, go facts. to the bookstore. Everybody got these right here. Yeah, and your cell head, phones. You know, go yeah. through and go to Google and read them. You know, just yeah. read. Yeah. I have people say, um, I don't have time to do that, or I don't have that type. You of got energy. time to be on social media, exactly. Yeah, yeah. That's the thing, you know. Or you got time to to uh, gossip in between friends, find and, out the facts. And it also it also goes to show, you know, they're using um, social media for dumb stuff because a lot of a lot of answers to these questions I have actually found on social media. Yeah, I've seen things on social media that make me want to research. Yes, and discover. You know, yes. where did this come from? Because you know, it's some of it's not true, and you're like, now nah, I got to find the truth yeah. of this. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Wow, cool. Well, good podcast. We're gonna have to um, when we get off air. We're gonna have to. I'm gonna have to ask you some more questions and have you back. Some more tough questions. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. You so know, he actually told me that I could probably do this myself. But right now, I don't want to do this myself. I want to sit here and talk to Marco because he, <laughs> he asked me a whole lot of interesting questions. And yeah, I'm curious because I just, I you know, I hate to see racism. I hate to see division. And I hate to see us as we're all human beings and we all come from God. We come from Adam and Eve. We're brothers and sisters. And I just get so frustrated when I see us fighting all the time. I hate races. to see racial discrimination, and I also I hate discrimination. Period. Yeah, yeah. And you know where I work. We're not gonna get into that, right? right you know, but I work where in a place where there are a lot, a lot, a lot of white people. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, I and people hate when I say this. There's less discrimination in my workplace. Yeah. Than it is 
from my home neighborhood. Yeah. From where, exactly. from where I come yeah, yeah, from. Yeah. There's more discrimination amongst black people than it is amongst white people yeah. and black people. Yeah. And nobody wants to hear that, but it's true. Yeah. We've got to support each other and we've got to, to stop the racial divide. We'd be I can't imagine how powerful we would be against our our corrupt government if we all just stuck together. Just put our differences aside and just stick together, my goodness. So, yeah, education is power. Uh, power is education. I hope you guys have enjoyed this podcast. We're going to have you back on. I'm going to ask you a whole bunch more questions. Yes. And uh, and again, we're not trying to offend anybody. We're just oh, trying to... No. no. We're trying to bring education, bring people together. So if you have a comment on this, you're welcome to go on my Facebook page and uh, and talk about it. Comment. Jackie will, um, will respond to any questions. We'll get together and maybe we'll... And you can send us some questions. We'll come back on and have another podcast and talk about it. Yeah, so. I'll be back on Facebook in a couple of days. And yeah. I'm going to stay on till about a week after my birthday. And then I'm going to disappear again. 49 coming up. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I got her to say her age. <laughs> that's right. All right, everybody. Be safe. Reduce injuries and save lives. Thanks for listening.